yet neither bound by blood, rites, or ritual beyond the one we made at night when I was allowed to sleep somewhere other than on a filthy, odorous goatskin flung down upon Punja sand. But Sula was dead of a demon in her breast, and there was no one to tell me now. We left, too, because I was, well, a messiah. Or so some people believed. Others, of course, didn't buy any of it. People are funny that way. Some believe because of faith, needing no evidence. Others have faith only in evidence. And I had not apparently offered any of worth. At least not the kind they believed in. After all, turning the sand to grass, or so the legendary prophecy went, was not the kind of imagery that really grabs a man, especially Southerners. I was a little too, I don't know, pastoral for them, who suckled sand with their mother's milk. Whether I was the Messiah, called Jihadi, and whether I had turned the sand to grass, or at least begun a process, was open to debate. Both were possible. I decided in a fit of self-aggrandizement fostered by too much Akivi, and too little of, well, Dell's admiration and affection one night beneath the moon, if one took the magic out of it and depended on a literal faith. That's always a problem, dealing with religion. People take imagery literally, or when the truth is presented as something unutterably tedious, such as digging canals and ditches to channel water from places with it to places without it, no one wants to listen. It's not flowery enough, not magical enough. Hoolies, but I hate magic, even when I work it myself. Having established once again that my bunk was not a particularly promising location for assignations of admiration and affection, I nearly smacked my head again, while Dell cracked an elbow hard enough to provoke a string of hissed and dramatic invective in Uplander, which saved my tender ears, we eventually wandered up onto the deck to greet the morning with something less than enthusiasm, and to placate discontented bellies with the sailor's bounty the crew called hardtack. Hard it was. Anyone lacking teeth would starve to death. Fortunately, neither Dell nor I did, so we managed to gag it down with a few swallows of tepid water, Dell, or a belly-burning liquor called room me. Then we stood at the rail and stared in morosely thoughtful silence at the wind-rumpled water, wondering when, or if, we'd ever see land again. It had been two days since we'd left behind a string of small islands where we'd stopped long enough to take on fresh water and fruit. Maybe it's not a real place, I observed, only half serious, which, as usual with Dell, provoked a literal response. What? Scandi? Of course it's a real place, or they wouldn't have taken us on as passengers. I slanted her a glance. Dell couldn't possibly be any part of Sirius.